Good morning and welcome to Inspirational Moments with Vera. I want to start off today by stating the Word of God releases power into our lives. So we are not to give up on God's spoken word, on God's spoken promises to us, even if those promises were spoken years ago. Holding on to something that God has spoken to our hearts years ago can become a challenge for us, and the enemy of our soul loves nothing more than to discourage us from believing in God's word so that we don't attain the blessing. God's promises to us move us into our destiny, and our destiny affects the lives of others. I want to share with you a few words from my recent book titled, When God Spoke to Me, He Said, because these words are intentional and meant for times when we are struggling to hold on to an expected end that God has promised. In my book, God said to us, Don't listen to his lies. Don't give in to his stories. Speak back to him my promises that I have given you. For not one word of mine will fail, for all my words are true. This leads me to tell you about a time when I went through spiritual warfare. I mean the kind of spiritual warfare that has you on your face before God, crying out to God with everything inside you, calling up on God to release his warring angels to fight for you, rising and rebuking the enemy in the strength of our Lord's name, and remembering and reminding God of his promises. It was that kind of warfare. You know, it can be easy when God's promises manifest rather quickly. But it's a whole different story when a promise from God seems silent and unmoving. It is times like these when we get battle weary as we try to figure out what's going on. And we turn that promise from God over and over repeatedly in our minds. God reminded me that during these times of waiting, we are to be just like Mary was when God sent the angel Gabriel to tell her that she was going to have a son. Aside from Mary's earnest question of how she could conceive having not known a man, her immediate response to God's spoken word was, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. Now that's how we are to respond to all promises of God, even the promises spoken years ago. Now, some of the promises of God, and I believe most of them, will take preparation time just as it did for Moses and for King David. So instead of us trying to figure things out, carrying a burdened heart with sprinkles of doubt, Instead of wrestling sometimes with the thought that perhaps there's something wrong or displeasing that we've done, when the truth is, the Lord has not told us so. Because if that were the case, God would surely let us know. We can't fix something that we don't know is broken. When we walk in intimacy with God, 
He speaks to us. So if anything is out of order, he'll let us know. This brings to mind an incident that I also shared in my book. One time I had allowed an old acquaintance to store some of his things in my garage. It was a hot summer day when he stopped by to pick up his boxes. Because of the heat, I had fallen asleep on my sofa while he was getting his belongings from my garage. When all of a sudden, I was waking up out of my sleep, awakened. I mean, I heard the Lord's voice say to me, Get up! Get up! Then he called this person by name and said, He's about to take something that doesn't belong to him. Instantly, my eyes opened and I jumped up and ran to the door leading to the garage. And when I quickly opened it, I caught him dead in the act of placing one of my boxes on top of his own. I told him to put it back because you know it doesn't belong to you. Talk about God's timing and his willingness to speak to us when something is out of order. And even the times when we are doing something that is not right in his eyes. Now that reminds me of another incident. On a job I had some time ago, I was rudely spoken to by a group of my co-workers, especially this one co-worker in particular. One day that co-worker spoke harshly to me again, and that day I snapped back at her instead of ignoring her rude behavior as I had done in the past. I think it was the next morning while I was sitting up in bed reading my Bible before going to work, I heard the Lord say to me, You are allowing them to change you from who I created you to be. That got my attention and I immediately changed my position towards them. When I went to work that morning, I gave a cheery good morning to that one particular co-worker who I saw first. And what she gave back to me was a shocked look of bewilderment. From that moment on, she could never get to me. And over time, she even rose to my defense in the face of the other co-workers who continued their same rude behavior. Sometimes, no matter what we do, the enemy keeps the same unruly character. In times like these, Pastor C.L. Willis's words come to mind when he said, Quit allowing people to move you from your position. And that includes the enemy of our soul, who will send someone into your life to get you to move from your position in Christ. There are times when things we are going through is not about us uh, because God, what he's doing is he's working on someone else in our lives. So you may be suffering because you are doing something right. I I wrote about this in my book. Now there are other times when the word of God is tested. And there are also those times, as God revealed to me and my friend Carrie, what we are experiencing is because Satan is after the word. To steal the word of God that was spoken to your heart, just as he did with Eve in the Garden of Eden. In the Garden of Eden, Satan essentially said to Eve, 
Has God really told you that if you eat of this tree, you shall surely die? The enemy of our soul convinced Eve to give up the word that God had spoken to her for her future. Words that would affect future generations. And this is the same thing the enemy is doing today, thousands of years later, still discouraging people from holding on to God's promises, causing a person to question what God has clearly spoken, to doubt God's word, to live in disbelief rather than to stand firm in faith as Mary, the mother of our Lord, had done. If Satan can get us to speak out of an anguished heart, he can set us up for disbelief, be it seasons or moments of disbelief. Over time, we can come to feel so broken over an awaited promise from God. But even in a broken state, I found that we are still a threat to the enemy. So we are to hold on to our hope in the Lord, refreshing ourselves in the word of God and remembering his past faithfulness and leaving everything in his hands, including his timing. We are to keep speaking the word of God over our circumstances and giving thanks to God in advance. God is never late on his promises. I think sometimes we just arrive too early which leads me to ask a question. Have you ever had God remind you of a promise that he has made to you? Because I have. With this one particular promise, God kept reminding me of his word, and one day I looked at what could possibly lie behind his reminders to me. Moments later, a light came on when I thought of the story of Pharaoh. God's repeating of his word to Pharaoh through Moses showed God's patience with Pharaoh and Pharaoh's unbelief in God's spoken word to let his people go. We can see this recorded in Exodus chapter 9 verse 16 where God said concerning Pharaoh, But indeed for this cause I have allowed you to remain in order to show you my power and in order to proclaim my name through all the earth. Then I looked at God's repeating of his word to me, repeating his promise to me, and then I saw fragments of unbelief. When you keep telling a person something over and over, it could be because they didn't hear it the first time, or the second time, or even the third time. Perhaps it is because their heart needs to be refreshed from feelings of doubt. It is God's gentle reminders that water the dry seasons of our lives. It is His gentle reminders that refresh our hope in Him. His gentle reminders of His promises may also expose that we have not fully embraced or received His promised word. Unbelief caused Peter to begin to sink in the murky waters of the sea. But our Lord reached out his hand to save Peter. But Pharaoh's unbelief in God's word to let God's people go was rooted in Pharaoh's own destruction. In God's promise to me, I am thankful that as with Peter, he reaches down to save. 
He sends reminders to tell us that he is still there, to hold on to the word that he has promised to you and me, to take his word over the voice of the enemy and those seemingly unchanging circumstances in our lives. Remember, when Adam and Eve let go of the word that God had spoken to them, it affected all mankind. I want to encourage you today. When God looks at you and me, he sees us as a strong tower and able to wait upon his word to come to pass in his timing. We are meant for success and victory and not defeat because God's testimony goes with us. Hard places mold us and they fashion us to look more like our Lord and Savior. So experiencing setbacks and and failures does not mean defeat, for we are to see God reflected in our own life story. Those things that you have set aside, those things that you may have placed on the shelf for a while, just remember, in due season we shall reap if we faint not. So hold on to the word that God has spoken to your heart. Revive the ministry that he has for you when he begins to stir your heart. Always seek God for his direction. Sometimes rest is necessary on this journey to repair the breach in us just as it was for Elijah when he lay down and slept under a juniper tree. But God did not let go of Elijah, and he will not let go of his plan for you either. We are to reflect the face of God in the face of the enemy. We are to gird up our strength in the Lord as we press forward, remembering God's word when he said, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Heavenly Father, we thank you for blessing us always with your presence, your love, and the power of your word to accomplish just what you said it would. Until the next time, listeners, may you be richly rewarded for the work of your hand. Goodbye for now.